Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello and welcome back to episode 80 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers and screenplays. We're your hosts, I'm Ryan. Hey everybody, my name is Nathan. And it's good to be here, back with you uh, for another week of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We're back together. Last week we did a phone call episode, our very first phone call, and it went spectacularly well, um, I would say. Good recording. Uh, quality and good content and uh, Nathan got his driver's license did that arrive in the mail uh, it hasn't arrived yet I've gotten like a temporary oh. permit thing Oh, okay uh, piece of paper so I've been driving around with that but I'm back on the road safe and sound back on the road so, yeah right see on. me out there wave hello yeah give me a signature screenplay writers nod and I'll nod back right on toss and out your Toss out your drafts through the roll on your window. Toss out your drafts. I'll try to grab them. Give yep. you some notes. Yep. Good idea. Good notes. Nathan's known for his notes. Note guy. Red pen man. Yeah, the red pen man. We might call him. Uh, fantastic. Well, on today's episode, today's theme is all about festivals. But before we dive into that, let's talk about what's going on at Steam Engine Coffee. It's a uh, lot's going on at Steam Engine. Nathan and I are still roasting up beans and serving up delicious espresso drinks at Steam Engine just off Main Street. And we are introducing a new vegan product for people, which uh, have had a lot of requests for. It's actually a brownie. It's a vegan brownie um, with high relatively high protein vegan protein brownie not raw uh it's cooked but uh, we just want to share that with you nathan and i whipped up a recipe um and uh people are loving it we sell it under the counter of course under the counter management does not know yep just got them in kind of like wrapped in foil ready to ready to to run loose if anybody asks so wrapped in foil so no one can see what it is so we've wrapped up, you know, 60 of them at a time and put them under the counter in the stacks. Sometimes the managers come in and ask, what is that? And Why did you guys take out all, like, the cups, put them further away, and then the baristas have to reach farther or go into another room just to grab a cup because there's these, what what is this shit? It's wrapped in foil, et cetera, et cetera. We say, relax, relax. It's, it's all good to be fine. And then we say, oh, I got to serve this customer. Customers come first. Because that customers come first is our motto at Steam Engine. That gets them every time because they can't, they have no retort for that, right? Exactly. And that and that's what we've kind of done. It's got gotten some of our friends stealthily kind of hanging outside Steam Engine. Yep. At any point that we feel management is on to us in any regard, we can just kind of signal for them to yep. walk in and pretend to order something. And then we go. I got to help this customer. Customer comes first. Customers come first. We even, at Steam Engine, we've started just saying CCF 
for everything because shorter uh, to the point everyone knows what it means cool to have like an acronym to go to CCF well we didn't even start it the managers started Todd and Jenny um, but we took it on now we just say CCF customers come first and actually you know it's actually a fair point customers should come first yeah definitely we got some other acronyms we've been kind of tossing out just to get what's on our mind like we're like GGR gotta go record that's when yeah. we get a moment of inspiration like yep. right now yep. we're technically on shift in the right. back yeah tr- trying to get this down but we s- pull a ggr everyone kind of looks at us like what What do you mean by that and then we sprint off <laughs> run to the back grab our mics and get down a quick episode so you never know yeah. what inspiration can strike no no you don't know you got to pound it out when you when you can pound it out p-i-o it's another one when we just need to get something done we just say PIO, pound it out, uh, brute force method. Sometimes that's the best way to get things done, whether it's a podcast or roasting 42 pounds of beans or making up a whole bunch of brownie protein bars, protein brownies. Kind of somewhere between a brownie and a protein bar. Yeah, yeah, it's in between. It's a hybrid, hybrid brownies we call it actually, protein hybrid brownies. Because um, people like brownies, but they also like protein bars. So we thought, let's get both of those target audiences. Exactly. And we're hoping that we can get accepted into the big Vegan Treat Expo. Yeah. Just coming up at the convention center. Veganville. V- Veganville. We're going to be there. That's our goal. It's our goal. It's we'll it's definitely big... be there whether we are showcasing or not yeah. in the in the actual expo itself yeah but we'll be walking around we'll be walking around it's our goal it's our big g we call it our yeah. big g a big goal exactly That's another way of saying that so Speaking hopefully we've of, applied and hopefully we get accepted we send one of those bad boys in the mail wrapped in foil hopefully yep Absolutely. Speaking of getting into things, okay. today's episode is about festivals right. and the importance of getting into them because Festivals are big in the screenplay business and the film business, and getting into them is important. And of course, we, we don't mean just attending. We mean actually showcasing your work at a festival. So if you're listening to this on the day on the day it's coming out, uh, Sundance is happening. If you don't know Sundance, uh, turn off the podcast and Google because. Yeah. Because it's a festival. It's a festival. You yeah, should know about you it. you should know about it. As you probably do. You probably do. You hear about these sort of things. Yeah. Even if you're not as involved in the industry as Ryan and I, you can pick up these things. When you see, like, on a poster or, like, in a trailer and they've got the little, like, wings and it says, like, official selection, da-da-da. Yep. Usually that's the for Greek, a festival. Greek laurels. Yes. They remind me of. I don't know. That must be what they represent, but... It's sort of weird how those came to represent all film festivals, those plants. Well, yes, exactly. And they should probably switch it up, like maybe have like like a quotation quotation marks or like a stop sign, but like it's green to say go or something. Yeah, those sliding marks to say that your car could fishtail if you don't drive a bit slower. Yeah, or, or for something cheeky they could do like moose crossing moose xing you know yeah yeah just to say like big things ahead 
big things way. ahead. Yeah. Well, festivals are important, and the reason we're talking about these today is we get a lot of questions about this. DMs, private DMs and private messages, non-publicly sent, hard to find for others, um, but they come directly to us into our inboxes. And they're all about these questions about should we try to get into a festival? How do you get into a festival? What's your secret? How have you had such success? And the fact of the matter is, um, yes, it's all true, and, and those are important questions to ask. And I would say my best advice is just keep asking your questions. Keep the questions coming because questions are how you make things happen, how you improve, how you get into festivals is by asking people who know how to get in? What's the secret? What to do? So keep asking those questions. Yeah, don't ever stop. Our our yeah. DMs are open. Our email Absolutely. inbox is open. We're running out of storage, so we have to deal with that. But it's definitely open. That's on us. It's on us, and we've got a bunch of big files in our Google Drive. So yeah, we're gonna start deleting those Google files and Gmail attachments one attachment at a time. I'm not a big fan of the Gmail attachment deletion uh, system because. You have to, I think you just have to delete the whole email. You can't just delete, delete attachment. The attachment yeah. I don't really understand that. If Google, you're listening, which you probably are some Google employees. We have tons of fans in Silicon v Valley. Yeah. Um, but let's deal with that. Uh, Acrobat people, if you're listening, I've got a lot of suggestions for you too, but that's another podcast. Yeah. Acrobat reader needs work. I never really use Acrobat Reader. I mostly just use Preview. What do you use Acrobat Reader for? Well, Acrobat Reader comes up quickly. It comes up first if I double-click on a PDF, right? So I end up using it because I don't feel like closing it, then right-clicking and Well, that's just because you haven't installed it as your default program. It's my default. But I use it often for for, uh, uh, sticky notes to provide comments on... Mm. On PDFs, do you know what I'm talking about? Where, yeah. Yeah. So it's just the format a lot of people are used to. For some reasons, become industry standard for for what I do. A lot of this stuff is industry standard. So I get a lot of people sending me PDFs of screenplays. Uh, so I add my sticky notes as a PDF in that that way. I my comment to them is usually, why don't you just send me the Word document? I'll make my edits in Word, mm-hmm. and you'll be much further ahead. You won't have to rewrite the entire screenplay. I'll do it for you. Yeah, exactly. Just get Ryan the docx file, and you yeah. can open it up in Google Drive or Microsoft Word itself, and kind of go to town. Really, you won't even. Yeah. And it won't even be one of those things where it's like, you will it'll be like accept edits or whatever. It's like the edits will be done and gone by the time you yeah. get this file. It'll permanently on there. No no record. Yeah. 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 RTF file permanence essentially. Like In some cases the best thing to do is just send me a blank Word document <laughs> with the title of your screenplay as the t- file title and I'll write it. Yeah, exactly. That He'll get it back to you within a week. Probably faster. If we just did it that way. so He's going to burn it down to the ground and start from scratch anyways. Yeah. I mean, you might as well just kind of almost give him a, a prompt with a title or even yeah. even just send him send him a empty file with untitled. Yeah, just, the, just one little arrow saying start here. <laughs> yeah. That's all we need. And we'll kind of just go from there basically. 
Yeah. He's a whiz. So festivals. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite festival memory, Nathan? Um. Well, we did the we did the dance. Yeah. We did uh, the dance. We we went to the area around which Sundance takes place. It's snowy. It's cold. We didn't have a hotel room. No. Um. Sort of. Or tickets. We hung out at a Starbucks like coffee shop. A it was Starbucks like yeah, coffee it was shop. Quite a bit like Starbucks, but it definitely it was wasn't. Yeah. yeah. No. Could have been a Pete's. Yes, it was an off-brand coffee shop, which actually was was pretty good. Or pretty good beans. Could have been the coffee or the coffee. Anyways, Um, it was good. It was great. We hung out for a bit, and we were hoping to see some celebs, which we didn't. But we we had our eyes peeled for Ruffalo. Ruffalo was. We kind of printed out a JPEG of of him, and we held it up near the door of the coffee shop and every time everyone walked in we would kind of compare them and then that didn't really pan out and so we ended up just taking those printed out files and heading over to the great clips and they kind of just like used that as inspiration to give us the ruffalo do haircuts as it were and so that was fun and then once things got late it was was great that this place was 24 hours because we could just kind of hole up and yeah and get stuff done. There. And we had lunch. And they had great options too. It was yeah, like they had good salads. Yeah, wraps. Um, Reasonable pan- prices. Paninis. Yeah, it was fine. It was within the eight to twelve dollar range for a meal, which is pretty standard across most coffee shops. I would say you're not really gonna get much cheaper than that unless there's some sort of promo or special. But this place there wasn't. But the coffee was good and it was reasonable. I think. What would you say is the price that you? is reasonable for a cup of coffee. I don't I, don't I always feel like the three dollar range. If yeah, it's somewhere around yeah. there, I feel normal about it. Yeah. I don't really want to pay much more than three for for a plain coffee. Yeah. Um Yeah. Let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. Jokes. Plot points. On script surgery, we take apart a screenplay and build it back up. Uh, we dissect it and improve it like doctors do. Today, we're going to talk about Shoplifters. Shoplifters, which is a screenplay out now. I'm not sure if it's nominated for any awards or what, but... Uh, yeah, it could be. Getting a lot of buzz. I'm sure it was at some festival. I'm not exactly sure which ones, but... Pretty sure I've seen the laurels around it. Seen the laurels around it. So shoplifters, Nathan, what was your take on this one? Um, I would just say like, yeah, there's really not much to fix. It's pretty perfect. It's solid ten out of ten, and I assume the reason that's the reason it's getting such buzz around town, and like we said, festivals, awards. Not sure the exact details of those, but yeah, sure it is. So I probably wouldn't. You know, if, some, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So yeah, I, I probably would just kind of give it a situation. stamp of approval. Yeah. Yeah. What I found interesting about this one is the the title and how it telegraphed to you what the characters' or main occupation is. There's no doubt about it with this one. You know what they do, and therefore you know what the main sort of action's going to be. 
And that's always interesting when it comes to a screenplay because some of them, some screenplays are surprising. Others are more direct. This would fall into the latter category of a direct screenplay. Uh, they're shoplifting. They're walking around town shoplifting. There's some interesting characters. A young person. She she joins the fold, becomes a shoplifter. They're a bit of a team. And then I'll let you read the screenplay if you haven't already to, to find out what happens and where the drama comes from. But all you need to know is that it's a solid screenplay. Lots of drama, lots of character, lots of plot. The drama's there for sure. There, yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's shift on over to Logland Cage Match. Logline Cage Match is where we pitch each other ideas to simulate a real-life Hollywood pitch session and give each other no-holds-barred feedback. Um, Ryan, did you have an idea for today's I episode? Do. I do. It's called The Skiing Bandit. Everyone's skis are disappearing from a popular ski resort. No one knows who it could be. People ski toward the chalet, take them off to go and get some hot chocolate. When they come back, their skis are gone. So the skiing bandit, bit of a ski resort mystery, uh, part of the ski skiing genre of screenplays. Well, you don't see that many of them these days, but in the 80s, they're quite big ski movies. Yeah, it sounds like this is like it's a pretty spectacular idea. I could really see this flourishing um so i would say like just definitely go ahead and write it love the idea and i feel like it's hard to lock up your stuff so that's something relatable across the board that's exactly it what i find is a bit funny when you go to a ski resort um people leaving their skis out just left right and center there's all these racks how are you supposed to even find your skis half the time half the time i'm like where are my skis they need like a scenario where it's like they have an app where you yes. take a picture of it and then it corresponds with the Google Maps to let you know where to pick up your skis. There should be some kind of here here's an idea I had for an app. It's called Hot and Cold. Where you do something like that, you have some kind of GPS RFID satellite map tag that you put on your device. And then you sync it with your app and then as you can just walk closer to this item whether it's your car in a parking garage or your skis or your bike and the app just says hotter hotter or colder if you're getting farther away like the game hot and cold right so then when you're right by your skis it says hot 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 and it's dinging sort of you know it's called hot and cold that's it it's so simple yeah it sounds pretty awesome yeah yeah so that's what I would do with that, and that's uh, the skiing bandit. A bit, again, a comedy skiing comedy mystery. Wow! Yeah. yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Screenplay Writers Up podcast number eighty. Um, we're into the eighties, Nathan. Good number. It's a great number. So that's all about festivals. Hope you learned something today, my friend, listener. Hope you have a great one and you get into festivals. Drop us a line if you have any questions. Private DMs are okay. Until next week, keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing. <laughs>